0: overtime 3-2 and so the rangers road trip ends they get five out of six points penalties cost them in this one early and late the rangers played a really good third period which is encouraging you know they haven't really played you know a a full 60 minute effort really when you think about all season long that's kind of been a theme and the rangers for the first half of this game and maybe even more than that did not play well It is a quick turnaround from yesterday, but still. But the Rangers, they get a point. And so now they are six points ahead of the Penguins, even games. And there's two more games at Pittsburgh later in the week, both at MSG. As I've said in terms of the standings, if Pittsburgh passes the Rangers, which I don't think they will, if they somehow did, it may not even be the end of the world. Carolina and the Devils are jockeying for position. And based on what's going on right now with the Devils, Leading Carolina, as I'm recording this, they're leading Carolina 3-0 in the second period. That is a really close to dead-even race. And I've gone back and forth on it. And I I think that maybe Carolina is the better matchup for the Rangers. But again, there's it's, it's a debate that I uh, go back and forth with. The Rangers do play twice, a home-and-home home against Carolina next week. It's going to be a fun time the next couple of weeks with who the Rangers play. You have Washington coming up at home who the Rangers have struggled with this year. They lost twice to Washington and Washington, even though they sold at the deadline, there's still a team that's fighting for the playoffs. They just beat the Islanders last night. So, you know, they're going to be certainly motivated and, and hungry. And then the Rangers played two against Pittsburgh, then against Nashville, who kind of similar to Washington is, even though they sold, they're still, you know, have hopes to the playoffs in the Western conference. And then you have a couple games against Carolina, the Florida Florida Panthers who also are right there. So the next two weeks are really going to be interesting tests for the Rangers teams that are either in the playoffs or that are hoping to reach the playoffs and lines were changed again in the third period. And again, I think that they will stick with those lines going into the next game. So Yaroslav Alok was in net. I thought Yarrow was good. I thought that uh, similar to Igor made some key saves and help the Rangers get this game to overtime. And in overtime, it was kind of the opposite of yesterday. Where Panarin, he scores the winner on the power play. This time takes a just a, a careless penalty. Not a smart penalty by, by Panarin. And Pittsburgh wins it on the power play in overtime. Ryan Lindgren out again. I would expect Lindgren to be back versus the Caps on Tuesday. That's just my feeling on it. He's now missed seven games. And... For long-term, for LTIR, it's a minimum of 10 games missed. And we're kind of creeping up on that. And if that's the case. You should have just put him on long-term IR. Obviously, you don't know how things are going to go. But with that being said, I think that they're being cautious as they should be. And I would think that Lindgren returns on Tuesday. That is just my sort of estimated guess. But he's out still. And the Rangers are still trying to find their game. They haven't really been playing all that well lately, but it was encouraging to see, especially after the, the Jacob Truba hit, and we say that a lot, Jacob Truba with the big hits, and it kind of gets the team going. That kind of happened again here. The game became very physical. The games against the Penguins are really, really intense. This was, you know, again, carryover from last season, where that was a you know, seven-game series that had a lot going on. And the Rangers lost at Pittsburgh early in the season 3-2 in a game which I thought they played pretty well, but also took dumb penalties. I brought up the Sammy Blay one and, and some other ones as well, if memory serves me correct. And this game, I, I guess kind of similar, where the only difference is the Rangers get this one into overtime, so they get the point. The result really isn't that all that bad. If you're of the belief that you want to stay at a Pittsburgh, and for me, the main reason that I want to stay at a Pittsburgh is just simply, even though home ice, I don't think is that important with Rangers penguins. I do think it is. And so if there was a situation where in round two, I don't think this would happen. I I, I would really be surprised because you know, I respect Carolina and the devils, but if it somehow that was Rangers penguins round two, you would want to have home ice advantage. And so f- that for me is the main reason I'd want to stay to Pittsburgh, not so much for the first round. To me, it, it doesn't really make that much of a difference for round one. So Rangers penguins, like I said, quick turnaround, and the Rangers in the first period take a lot of penalties. And it, like I said, that is really what cost them in this game at the end of the day. It, it's really what it was because Pittsburgh scores a five on three goal and a four on three goal. So, yeah. So, Bronkley Goodrow trips Dimitri Kulikov at 246. Out of all the penalties, this one was probably the most questionable. You know, I understand why they called it. I don't think he meant to do it, but Goodrow takes a penalty at 246. Then before that one expires, Vinny Trocek, who was definitely very involved in the physical side of things in this game, high six Jason Zucker. So the Pittsburgh native Trocheck high six Zucker. So there's a little bit of five on three, little bit. The Goodrow penalty is killed off. So that's five on four, but then Zabanajet high six, Ricard Raquel. So now it's a five-on-three for more time. It's just a continuation. you know, they just can't get out of their own way. And, you know, and for Zabanajad, Zabanajad had some tough moments in this game. He definitely did. That's a high sticking penalty. And the Penguins score on the five-on-three. It's Ricard Raquel, fittingly, scores his 23rd of the season from Crosby and Malkin. So the Penguins take a one nothing lead. But the Rangers tied up. And, and they played a really poor first period, the Rangers. But it's the fourth line. Barkley Goodrow making up for his penalty, scores his 11th goal of the season from VZ and Mott. This was the best that the fourth line has been. And if they can play like this, you feel good about that. I thought the fourth line today was probably the best line. And Gerard Gallant, he was rolling four lines. This was an even distribution. And I mean, does that say something about the top three lines? A little bit. Does it also say something about how good the fourth line was? Probably a little bit as well. So the fourth line was good. And that, that could be a strength. And that's where I hope the Rangers can stay healthy, where you don't have to move up any of those three players. If you have to, it's all right. We've seen Jimmy Vesey have some, have some success in the top nine, definitely, and even Goodrow, too. So if it happens, it's all right. But to have that as a fourth line, that's a real advantage. The key is the Rangers finding some stability and some confidence in the top three lines. So the Rangers tied up at one, and that's the score at the end of one period. Halak was really good in the first And they were fortunate. And in the second period, it's kind of a carryover. And it's a goal by Jason Zucker at 121 of the second. Zucker is 24th goal of the season from Dumoulin. And this is a a shot by Zucker from the point that goes off of Jad and in. Uh, Deflects off Jad's skate, I believe. Or actually, no, maybe it was a stick. It was a weird sort of goal. And, you know, I guess Mika was sort of wrong place, wrong time. And Zucker's score at Zucker's goal. And it makes it two on Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh was continuing to play pretty well. They were then Michael Gramlin, a 1234 high six Adam Fox and the Rangers have a power play. I believe it was on, I believe it was on this power play, but maybe not. I think it maybe it was either way. Chris Kreider has a, a absolutely i think this was a power play that was a good one for the rangers but they didn't score Cryder has just a wide open net and and does not bury it it might have been deflected by the defenseman and then he had another check i think it was jan ruda actually and who may have put his stick on Kreider first and then stopped him again as he tried to wrap around and backhand it in but Cryder would make up for it later but that's one where Cryder would definitely like to bury doesn't then and again I believe that Crowder's no goal was on that one. At 16.01, Evgeny Malkin cross-checks Jacob Truba. It's a penalty. After Truba delivers a big hit. And, you know, that's just what Truba does. And, look, it was clean. It was totally clean. Now, could they have called the cross-check on Truba on Jason Zucker after? They, they, they could have, but Malkin is the only one with the penalty. And then even on that power play, Kreider and Pedersen both go off at 1703. So it remains a five on four, but Kreider and Pedersen, I mean, this game got definitely chippy and, you know, that's what it is with Rangers and Penguins, but the Rangers don't score on the power play. And so, you know, with the units, we'll see what they do. I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about those power play units. I'm I'm all right with it. I like the idea of having Fox out there for most of it. I like that, and we'll just see because the lot because kind of the construction they had was with what was with um, the lines that were and those have since changed. Speaking of that, going into the third period, the Rangers changed the lines. They they stick with the panarin and tarasenko line, but the switch that is made is Kane for Kako, so now it is Kreider-Trocheck, Kane, and the kid line. And the kid line is kind of back together by default. Really, for me, they have not really been all that impressive. Although, I, it was a good third period for, for, for them. So that's the thing. Sometimes you got to break them up and put them back together, and that works. And so they look better. For me, like I've said, Lafreniere has probably been the best of the bunch lately. Kako has really gone cold. And unfortunately, Heedle has as well. He just has. And it was one of those things where he was so close to getting that 20th goal. He was so close. It was like ridiculous how snake-bitten he was. And that unfortunately has turned into him actually not really playing well where he was and just was unlucky. Now he's just not really doing a whole lot. And but the the line changes worked. This was a really good third pair for the Rangers, and they were rewarded for it as they tied up at 909. Kreider scores his 28th goal of the season from Trocheck. Now this is after. There was some stuff going on between Trocek and Malkin, and and a lot of it was clean. And honestly, I think that the no call on Trocek was the right call. I thought the officials did a pretty good job today. These Pittsburgh games get crazy, especially at Pittsburgh. But Malkin was looking for a call. Maybe they could have called one, and Malkin's just sitting there. And, and again, we know that he's very—I mean, he has a—I mean, his temper is bad, Malkin. We know that, and he was looking for a call. And it's ironic what eventually happens in overtime, uh, but. They don't call it. Pittsburgh fans are pissed off. Rangers go down three on two. Kane's in the mix. But it's a nice play by Trocheck to Kreider. And the Rangers tied up. And that's where having a guy like Trocheck, he will be good come playoff time. He really will be. I, I'm happy that the Rangers acquired him. He adds a different element, especially in that top six. He is not. like Yes, he has some skill. But he really is not afraid to get in there. So the Rangers tie it 2-2. Pittsburgh had chances late. I think about a two-on-one where Alex Nylander is kind of in after Keandre Miller just makes a bad pinch. I'm not sure what Miller was thinking, and it almost cost him, but Halak makes a save, and so Halak is able to make some key saves down the stretch to get the point. They go to overtime. So right there, right there, you get a point. And so that's that's key. At Pittsburgh, right? Not a bad result. And so now we go to overtime, and it starts out with Panarin, Zibanejad, and Fox. But the difference is this time the Rangers take a penalty and the Rangers had possession, but Panarin loses the puck to to Malkin takes it away from Panarin and Panarin trips Malkin. And that's just the, it's the right call. And you knew that they were going to call that. Like I, like they were going to give pit like anything that was close, especially after the no call where Trocek took down Malkin, you knew that they were going to, and it was the right call a hundred percent. Panarin cannot do that. And unfortunately there is no accountability where, and I know it was the end of the game, but you know, Panarin can't do that. I just felt like in this game you had those sort of not so good penalties early on, and then here late, and on a four on three Pittsburgh wins it. It is Chris Letang scores his ninth goal of the season from Malkin and Crosby at one thirty eight of over- overtime, and so the Penguins win this one three two. And like I said, now the Rangers will head home to take on the Washington Capitals before playing Pittsburgh again, twice, both at home. And that's going to be really, really interesting to see how it goes. And in the meantime, when the Rangers play the Capitals, the Penguins play home against Montreal. So, a lot of home games coming up. They will be home for the next five. One versus the Caps, two versus the Penguins, one versus the Predators. And then one versus Carolina before then going on the road to face the Hurricanes and the Panthers. And that, you know, is really going to be, you know, a good stretch of games to see how the Rangers are. They need to play better. They're not playing well right now, but they're still finding ways to get points. An interesting stat, Rangers have one regulation win in the last 12 games. That is it. So the only regulation win was that, what must've been that LA King game where they, you know, we're playing with only four defensemen for most of it. And That really was an impressive win that honestly probably, I mean, not only the fact was it a regulation win, but really it was uh, well-deserved at the time. But, you know, the Rangers, they're just, they're playing close, but they're always trailing. That's the thing too, just for a, lo- a lot of games. It seems like a lot of Ranger games are tied going to the third. And just for the most part, I mean, this is what today wasn't the case, where the Rangers are trailing a lot, but they're, they're, look, they are, they're sticking with it the result isn't terrible but they need to play better but again an encouraging third period hopefully they can carry that into this home stretch again rangers lose to the pittsburgh penguins in overtime 3-2